really matters? That might be the most important question you can ask. So let's talk about it. Welcome to What Really Matters podcast, Everyday Spirituality with Karen Wyatt. Thanks for joining me here today for another episode. Today, in just a moment, I'll be talking about self-compassion during a time of illness, and I'll explain that in a moment. But first, I wanted to direct you toward the End of Life University podcast, where this week, the, the week this What Really Matters episode goes live. I am airing an episode on uh, End of Life University where I talk about my grief after my father's suicide death. It's a very personal telling of my experience and my journey through grief. And it's a really big deal for me to have created that podcast and to share very vulnerably everything that I went through after my father's death. And I wanted to point that out to you. I was going to do an episode here on grief as well, but I decided to to just send you there to take a listen to that episode And the reason I'm talking about self-compassion during an illness is because yesterday, as my episode aired, I became ill myself with shingles, a shingles breakout, which is really interesting timing. But I've been stressing for a few days about releasing the episode about my father's grief. It brought up tons of old feelings, you know, sadness, grief, guilt, some other trauma around his death. And I've been really nervous about sharing it and afraid that people wouldn't like it or would think it wasn't appropriate somehow, you know, all kinds of fears and concerns about sending it out in the world. Yesterday in my journal, I wrote that I really need better self-care. I I recognize like I've been pushing myself really hard. I've been working long hours and nonstop on some things I'm trying to get ready, particularly preparing for some talks I'm going to be giving this summer and even later this year. I've been spending hours and hours every day working on them. And I realized like, I just, I don't take enough time to just enjoy myself and relax and have fun and have pleasure in my life. And I was writing in my journal like that takes a toll and I need to be more, more cognizant of what I need so that, that I can get enough rest and I get enough relaxation and pleasure. So I wrote that in the morning and by the afternoon, I was starting to get nerve pain and itching and then breaking out in the rash from shingles and I knew right away what it was. I've had it once before many years ago. So anyway, the shingles will be fine. I'm on medication for that, but I don't feel very well. And I'm very aware that this is related to the stress that I've put myself under recently. So I'm working on it. I, I At first I thought I just can't do a what really matters episode this week. That needs to be part of my rest. I'm not going to do research. I'm not going to, you know, spend hours working on what really matters. And then I realized, wait, I could, what I need to do is have self-compassion and I could just do my episode on how I'm working on having self-compassion for myself during this time of illness. So that's what I'm doing. That's why this is the topic that is coming up for me today, which is really perfect. That's 
what I set out to do with this podcast anyway, is to be in the moment and talk about what's, what's happening and what I'm learning spiritually in the moment. So today I'm working on um, having self-compassion while I'm de- dealing with an illness and trying to recover. So I found a few b- blog posts to read to sort of remind me about self-compassion. And one of the authors on her website recommended Tara Brock's RAIN practice, R-A-I-N, for self-compassion during illness. So that's what I'm going through. And I'll just tell you about that right now as part of this podcast. The first step in RAIN, the R, is for recognize. And that, of course, is part of all the self-compassion. The first thing we have to do is become aware of the fact that we're suffering or aware of the fact that there's something going on inside of us that needs to be healed. So recognizing... um the symptoms that are present right now, whatever it is I'm experiencing right now, and doing that without judgment or self-blame, because for me, that's always part of it. Like, oh, and I already described that to you. Oh, I have shingles. And here's why, because I overworked myself. So there's a lot of judgment and self-blame attached to that. And as I recognize my symptoms, it's really important to just remove that, remove the judgment and the blame. It doesn't matter why the symptoms are here. I'm only looking at right now, what symptoms am I experiencing right now in this moment? It doesn't even matter what I experienced overnight or an hour ago. It's what symptoms are present right now, right here. And so that's what I'm working on noticing in my time of contemplation. The fact that I have pain in various parts of my skin, itching, I have a rash that has developed. I've also had a headache and perhaps a mild fever because I have body aches with it. And I'm fatigued and very exhausted. And um, so being aware of those symptoms right now, that is the step of recognition is just simply noticing what's here right now, what is present in this moment. And so I really like this practice of bringing yourself into this moment because this moment, it doesn't really matter what happened yesterday or how hard I've worked the past week. It's simply noticing what is the situation that I'm in right now and what's here in this moment. The second step of RAIN is A for allow. And that means giving space to whatever is here right now, allowing it to be here and not judging it, not dismissing it, just allowing it. And I really liked this statement, whatever is here is already here. So in a way, this is the truth of this moment. These symptoms are here. And by allowing and making space for them, I, I, in a way, embrace them and I, I accept that this this is the reality of this moment and I I'm not trying to erase the symptoms or ignore or deny them I'm simply allowing them and that shows a willingness in a sense to learn whatever they may be able to show me or teach me or whatever else there is within this moment that I can discover 
So allowing also involves seeing what is here right now, what is already here with a sense of compassion, maybe from a distance, being able to witness it and looking at it from a distance, again, without unkindness, without judgment, simply saying, oh, well, that's interesting. This is what I have right now. This is what this is what's happening right now in my body. How very interesting. The third step in the RAIN practice, I, is for investigate. So this is where we bring our curiosity to play. And one of the things um, this author suggests is thinking about what is my mind's preferred reaction when I experience symptoms like this. And to th- this is where we actually look at what's going on in my mind. How am I thinking about what's happening? And some of the uh, some of the things we might find that they suggest are some of the reactions we might have. One is just distraction. I don't want to notice this. I want to ignore it. Um, one might be imagining the worst, falling into fear and imagining or predicting that this is going to get so much worse and something terrible is going to happen. One might be an attitude of just, I'm going to push through this. I'm just going to keep working. I'm going to pretend like it's not even here and just keep going and do whatever I need to do. One reaction might be to totally collapse, to just uh, devolve into into tears and a sense of hopelessness, and uh, then also to just give up, to decide it, it isn't worth it, I can't do anything um, I, I, everything is terrible. There's nothing I can do. And again, fear is another one of the mind's reactions and also self-criticism and judgment. So during this investigate stage, we simply sit with our thoughts as they are. We've already acknowledged and allowed the, the symptoms that are present. And then we start to investigate how is my mind reacting to this situation? And for me, I'm most aware my tendencies have always been, first of all, to just ignore whatever my body is telling me to choose not to listen to it and not to follow the guidance that my body's trying to send to me. And I've been doing that for weeks now when I've been, have been tired and have been feeling exhausted, just ignoring it. I'm a push through kind of person. I persevere. I can do this. You know, I'm not giving in to just some tiredness. I can keep going. I can get this done. Um, then I also have a lot of self-criticism and judgment and blame whenever I actually do get sick. And I see it as a sign of weakness within myself. And I feel embarrassed and ashamed that I got sick. And shingles somehow as well, there's some in my mind, there's some stigma attached to the idea of having shingles. It's like the perfect, uh, the perfect syndrome for me to develop right now, because it brings up all of the negativity in my mind around being ill. And um, so all of those self-critical thoughts, self-judging thoughts are coming up for me right now. And again, at this investigate step, the point is to just be curious, um, to listen and sit quietly and to not even judge the critical thoughts. Because sometimes this is what happens. We get caught in a vicious cycle. We, we criticize ourselves for being sick and then criticize ourselves for criticizing ourselves. And it starts this loop 
of self-criticism, this constant feedback loop. And so that happens with judgment and blame as well. And then uh, being angry with myself because I'm judging myself and blaming myself. And so during the investigate phase, we're simply allowing all the thoughts to come up and noticing them again as a dispassionate witness, in a sense, slightly removed, and just observing and looking at, isn't that interesting, these negative thoughts that are arising around this illness, how interesting that those are there, allowing them to come up, not not judging them again, not making any any statements about those thoughts, just allowing them to be there. So this requires sitting quietly and listening. And that's what I'm working on right now is, is listening to the thoughts that are going through my head and figuring out how can I just let the thoughts be there because that is my natural reaction when things go wrong. So I don't want to try to stop the thoughts, but I simply need to not act on them and allow them to float past me. That's, that's my tactic. Allow the thoughts to be there, recognize that they're there, but don't get caught in a blame feedback loop of blaming myself for having the thoughts. So uh, this is the step I realize where I'm at right now. And as soon as I'm done recording, because recording this has been part of my recognize and allow process and investigate. And now I need some time to listen and sit quietly. And the fourth step in is for nurture. So this is again, where the self-compassion comes into play. What does this situation need? Uh, is the question to ask, what is it that I need right now? What is my body telling me that I need? And to pay attention to very small things. Um, it isn't that, oh, I need to do something large. I need to move or quit my job or, or do something big. It's the small things in this moment. Do I need a cup of tea? Do I need to talk to someone on the phone? Do I need to take a nap? Do I need to eat a snack? For me, I decided, well, I'd like to get this podcast recorded and it's okay if I spend a few moments doing that right now. I have the energy for it, so I'm willing to do it. And doing the podcast is actually part of my self-compassion practice because I'm talking my way through each one of these steps as I record this. So what what I need in this moment is this very self-compassion practice that I'm talking through. And the hallmark of this nurture step is to simply be kind to myself, to be kind. And what is the kindest thing I can do for myself right now? Yes, part of it is getting this recorded so that it will be done. But another thing that I need now is more time for relaxation. And I just had the thought that uh, I have a whole to-do list every day of things that I do, but I think what I'm going to do is build in a little rest and relaxation time in between each item on the list. So every time I accomplish one thing, I'll stop for 10 or 15 minutes, move away from my computer and just do something that my body needs in that moment to help me rest a little bit or relax or do something fun to just take a little break from the work that I do. 
So for me, that seems like a very kind thing that I can do in the future as a way of better listening to my body, even when I'm very busy and I have a really big to-do list, I can still pay attention to my body and still rest when I need it so that I don't push myself too hard without even recognizing that I'm pushing myself. Another aspect of this self-nurturance that I was reading is to give the body credit for the work that it does. And I think that's, I love that idea of having gratitude for this body and this mind and this heart, the work that it does and the amount of good things that are generated here um, every day and give it credit and be grateful to my own body and love my own body and mind for what they have been able to do in the past, what they're doing right now and what, what, what they're able to to accomplish and what they've done for me. And even if I were to have an illness from which I would not recover or improve, an illness that would get continually worse that might prevent me from doing this work again, I need to be in this state of constant gratitude for my body and for what it has been able to accomplish for me to this point. So I really like uh, that idea of along with recognizing, allowing, investigating, being kind to myself, just giving credit and gratitude to my physical body for the work that it has been able to do for all the things that it does. And, um, uh, feeling appreciative for my body rather than judgmental for my body getting sick from time to time, being able to, uh, feel grateful and hug and love this this body <laughs> that that carries my mind and my and my heart and my soul around for me every day so this is where i am i'm doing the rain exercise today i am feeling gratitude for my body i'm listening and aware of what my body needs. And for today, I needed this to be a shorter episode. So it is. <laughs> and uh, I know now as I complete this, that I need a little more time to rest. And I will do that. And I'm going to nurture myself and be kind to myself for the rest of the day and listen to whatever my body is telling me. Um, I hope if you deal with illness yourself that this practice might be something you could turn to at a time when you need these little reminders. <clears throat> so thanks for joining me here. And I do hope that you'll go to End of Life University podcast and listen to the episode on grief after a suicide death. It, it means a lot to me. And you'll kind of see, I guess, part of, of getting sick right now at this moment has been um, everything that I went through in a way recording that episode uh, because it was a huge emotional task to put that together and record it, but also a, a big physical effort as well. And it may make sense that I got sick right after recording it and as I release it. So the emotion in, involved in creating the episode, but also now in releasing it to the world 
and all the fears and all the vulnerability that it brings to the surface, it all kind of fits together. It all makes sense why I'm uh, dealing with an illness right now after after accomplishing that. Um, but for right now, I'll just say I'm grateful to you for listening, grateful for all the messages that you send to me. I really appreciate it because all of you who write to me about the What Really Matters podcast, you are all showing me that we genuinely do have a community of people who are connected. And uh, it's a small community right now, but there's this spiritual community happening in a way of people where we're listening together and we're really sharing the energy through this podcast. And I'm really appreciative for all of you for reminding me of that. So thank you so very much for your messages. Again, I, I am going to say goodbye now. It's time for me to sign off and take a little more rest, but I'll be back next week and I should be fine next week by the time I come back here. So take good care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. Nurture yourself now and uh, listen to your body when it tells you you need to rest. Bye-bye. Thank you.